What's up? What is up? Producers in the house. <laughs> what up, music producers? That's right. How are y'all doing on this lovely Christmas week eve? That's right. It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. It's going to be fun. It's going to be better than fun for me. That's right. You go to my jammy. My jammy. There's a J in there. I'm going to Nashville. Nashville. It's going to be freezing. You got family? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that cold front, right? Yeah. And Miami's going to be summertime feeling basically that's right i don't think it's gonna hit us at all y'all are going to the beach it's gonna be nice for us wherever you are tuning in from hope you're having a good time hopefully it's not too much harsh weather for you right but today we are going to talk about mental health mental health the importance of it yep i'm rome this is ray i'm ray ray we are music producers we've done it for uh, too many years now not too many a lot of years a whole lot of years and we're here to help you all. And in doing so, we actually made something for y'all. A free gift. That's right. Fordproducer.com slash ISP. ISP. Right there on the screen if you're watching. Fordproducer.com slash ISP. Industry Standard Productions course. Yeah, you got it right there, Ray. That's Good right. job. Seven <laughs> steps to level up your production game. That's right. I mean, you don't want to be a mediocre producer. That's right. And it's been helping a lot of people. We've gotten a lot of feedback from it. And... It's really good. Go get it. And it's free. Absolutely free. You can't beat free. Free, free. That's the best price. The best price. <laughs> yeah, so go check it out. Fordproducer.com slash ISP. Check it out right there. That's it. So we have industry news, Ray. Yes. You know what, Rome? Everybody loves a comeback. Right? Actually... Speaking of comeback, what did you think about the uh, World Cup? Argentina. That wasn't a comeback. <laughs> they dominated. Well, no, they lost one game, I think. Yeah. Well, you were thinking France was going to take it. I did, and they almost did. That's right. They I thought there. France was going to do it, but I wanted Argentina to win. That was a win. great game. Three, three. Anyway, good. sorry. I digress. It was good. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed the World Cup, y'all, wherever you're tuning in from. That's right. Uh, if you're Brazilian, you were like, eh. But <laughs> right, exactly. my wife's Brazilian, so I know. But hey, everyone loves a comeback, and in the the music business world right now, that is vinyl. Vinyl is making a comeback. some people around here probably don't even know what vinyl is. Oh come on, everyone knows it. My, my I mean, like uh, I was telling Rome earlier, like um, my 16 year old son for well, he's not he's not he's 19 now, but for his 16th birthday. He asked for a record player, and he actually started collecting vinyls. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. Well, this is how many years ago? Three years ago? Three years ago. And he was ahead of the game. He's ahead of the curve. So, hey, in the U.S., for example, um, let's say yeah, on a retail basis, from from mid yeah mid revenues from vinyl albums grew twenty two percent. Sheesh. To $570 million. <laughs> While vinyl share of the physical market total, you know, the physical musical market. Right. Increased from 68% to 73%. Sheesh. It's crazy, man. So year to date, yeah, um, everything's up. I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I just never thought vinyl would ever come back. You I mean, do. that's like tape coming back or CDs coming back. 
Yeah, it, it, uh, honestly, it, it's a little bit like us ditching digital and just going back recording analog tape. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I think the uh, the biggest thing is like it's actually a physical. Like if you're a hardcore fan of someone, yeah, the, there's like a, there's a really strong connection on social, but it's still a disconnect because it's di- like a digital. Right, so right. So you get like a vinyl or something physical. Something you can feel. It's like, ooh, I got their music. Maybe that's why people are liking that. I think so. Yeah, and you can always... Because they ain't really playing them like that. Like the quality's not as good as playing it on some headphones and, you know, like on the actual Spotify stream. Right. What do you mean? The quality's not as good. It's a vinyl. Stop it. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say the the quality has got to be just as good on vinyl. Okay, that would be a great AB test. Oh. We should do forward producer test vinyl quality versus streaming uh, quality. You know the vinyl warps has hiss and hum and artifacts cool, and static. That's all the cool stuff. Let us know. Do you all listen to the vinyl that you buy? Or are you just holding it and putting it on a plaque oh, on your wall or you souvenir? Don't think people are listening to the vinyl. N- not not many of them. I'd say 30, hey, I'd say thirty percent. We need comments on this one. I'd say thirty percent are actually listening to those vinyls. You, I, and then you, you think they're they're just collecting them? Yeah. I never that never even thought never even crossed my mind. Yeah, they're just collecting them. As a fan, you want something from your like a signature. If if someone signs something, yeah, you're not there rubbing it and looking at it every single day. <laughs> you're like, this is great. I'm gonna go keep it in a safe spot because I love this. Unbelievable. They probably there's probably why get a vinyl and not play it because it's iconic. It's like I'm it, just gonna look at this picture. Heck yeah. Even though I can play the picture. Bro, is, do you even comprehend what an NFT is? Yeah. This is like, a vinyl is like another level of NFT. All, you have it I'm in your hands. I'm in the blockchain. <laughs> that's what I think. I think that's what's happening. Interesting. Like a, it, you, you feel like people are treating it like a collectible. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because you don't, you don't need a record player to have it. Well, I comment, guys. What do y'all think? Yeah, let us know what you all think. You know, I th- I saw some things that there's even like uh, mass production vinyl printing places. Yeah, that they do it high quality. Yeah, and they just run them out. Boom, 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 boom. It's really yeah. good. So if you're looking to distribute vinyl, there's a couple places out there that you could check out. It would be interesting to see the. It's merch, right? It's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's like getting a bobblehead of your favorite lead singer. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay, got it. It would be, be interesting to see. How 808s respond to vinyl? They don't. They're gone. You think? <laughs> and the really high end, gone. It's all mids. It's all low mids and mids. I right. think is all it is. I don't know. I haven't heard a record in like since I was a little kid. Yeah. Let us know what y'all think. Will you, you get a vinyl and you gonna listen to it or are you just gonna hold it and cherish it like a That's little right. teddy bear? Well, I mean, we're talking to producers and, and artists. They gotta know, like. I mean, if it can add revenue. It can for sure. It has. Yeah. Your stats on there said. That's right. Think about it. If you could get it, same thing with merch. That's all it is to me. It's merch. Yeah. You just get your thing mass produced or you get it on demand. So and so clicks a link on your website, says, hey, I want this vinyl. Right. And I want it. You probably need to design something cool, not just a plain black, I think. Right. Make it something nice. And then they just put it on their shelf and then listen to the stream. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. You never know. 
<laughs> but I think as an artist, though, you you set something up that, like, on your website where someone else is fulfilling, like that big company I was talking about. Right. I don't know their name. My apologies, y'all. I don't know their name. But That's all right. Get that shipped to them, and then, boom, you think a package arrives from your favorite band of a vinyl. Ah, people are freaking out. Right. Let us know what y'all yeah, think. Yeah, let us know. That's our idea. So we have top three holiday favorites in honor of Christmas coming up in ding, a few ding, days. Ding, 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 You're making ding. sound effects. You got it right uh. here. <laughs> I don't know which one works for that. Top three holiday favorites. We'll just, we'll ricochet uh, All right. one one. You want me to go first? We'll, what's that, pinball? Elf. Ping the movie Elf. Santa! <laughs> Your mic covering your whole face, by the way. Oh, it is. That's fine. <laughs> Move it over here. Oh, how about that? There you go. We can see half your face Hi, now. Bud. Perfect. Uh, Elf is probably Why? one of my favorites. It's just a family tradition you all do? Or you do it on your own time? I, I In do bed. it because my family blows me off. Like, like the, the tradition is, as we're putting up the Christmas tree, we're watching the movie Elf. Oh, that's, that's cool. the That's the thing. But I got completely blown off last year because... I put my Christmas tree up in October. <laughs> I would have blown you off too. And playing the movie Elf, that's super early. Heck yeah, man. So October what? It was, uh, actually, it was right right after Halloween. So that's November. Well, whatever. Are you doing no, Halloween night? Or, no, I think I did it. Kids are trick-or-treating and you're giving them time, time wise, I think I had the tree up before, before trick-or-treat. Oh, okay. Yeah, before Halloween. Yeah, that's too early. How so, late do you leave the tree up? Does it come down New Year, like day after Christmas? For the most, well, no, uh, New Year's. All right, yeah, New yeah. Year's Day is when we wrap everything up. Okay. All right, so mine is Elf. Who? What's yours? Uh, my favorite thing about the holidays since I've been married, we go to Miami. Ah, nice. which is kind of it's kind of a a good and a bad. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not a traditional, I'm not here with my family. We actually celebrate Christmas uh, around Thanksgiving uh -huh. with my family and they do presents and everything for the kids and blah, blah, really? blah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So the kids get everything and then we go to Miami and we go out yeah. there and we spend, we typically go there for two weeks. So we'll go Christmas, then we'll go New Year's and then our anniversary is on the 6th. This year is our 10 year, ah. which we plan to do something big there, but we're flying back on the 6th because- and just how it worked out right but that's a big one for us oh well that's fun man family. be there with family just yeah it's actually a vacation this this time around is actually going to be a, a real vacation because yeah let me see how to say this last the last couple of years about seven years yeah we had an occupation that required a lot of attention from us even though we weren't there right so this one it's actually we're not we're not doing that so we're going to be chilling and then y'all should be able to like go on dates and stuff like that because you got your whole family there watching your kids right you would assume so. <laughs> but no. <laughs> you never know. We, we'll see what happens. We do, though. We do a little bit. Not a ton, but we do a little bit. It really takes, like, Mila's a mom that's heck of, like, making sure her kids are good, A1. Yeah. So we usually just, like, make sure they're asleep, and then we'll bounce out and just do a later night. Gotcha. Yeah, so. All up in the club. You're going to hit the clubs? The last, uh, heck no. <laughs> I hate going to clubs. The last time, Apollo, I think, was a baby baby, like, newborn he's born he's not even a few months old uh-huh so this time would be a little different because he walks and he's like a little more independent and right adonis is super independent so cool. we'll see hopefully what's your number two so my number two i think is winter weather 
in Nashville, Tennessee. That, it's, an, it's like iconic weather, Christmas weather. Yeah. Snow? Yeah. Sometimes. Maybe this year, right? Not maybe this year because there's already a front kind of hitting, hitting mm-hmm. it. So, um, but man, I love all the all the trees. Like you know, there's tons of trees in in Nashville because it's Tennessee, right? Right. But yeah, just all pine trees, huh? Pine trees, pine trees, trees, all sorts of kind of trees, and it is all sorts of kind of trees. Beautiful. It is beautiful, Christmassy. So you're just kind of like my number one, but my number one's a little opposite we're straight up in miami (laughs) right (laughs) for us it's like it's an end of year right we leave and we go and yeah i like honestly i like cold weather and christmas christmas time yeah it's iconic right right that's why i'm glad we're going there instead of 70 degree during christmas texas we get oh (laughs) 70 yeah yeah right yeah our weather's hit and miss here all right so for sure uh, my number are you done with yours yeah yeah my number two is probably sheesh I'll probably say eggnog oh come on eggnog you like eggnog I do I kind of you gotta watch you it you gotta get the right kind right there's you, a you kind of give it a little help no I don't have nothing <laughs> no no I'm too safe for that right now <laughs> I have too much conviction in my blood to be be diluting it with some other conviction that ain't a part of the Lord's kingdom. <laughs> we can debate that theologically later. <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Drew came to visit us Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, know the day before. I don't remember. He came to visit. He was my my roommate at CF and I. Yeah, and he was like, "I got some presents for y'all." He brought us two eggnogs from I don't even remember. But yeah, it was the bomb. Awesome. It was like a cinnamon vanilla. It wasn't really eggy. Noggy. Do you like it warm or cold? Cold. Nice. I like cold drinks. Yeah. Well, my my third one is similar in that it's the food. Like just, you know, the whole family. Holiday food. Yeah, holiday, whole family around the table. You know, just that awesome feeling and just being with family around the table. And you just eat for a few days. <laughs> just hanging out with people. <laughs> eat for a few days. You, you, you hang out. And, and then it, you get food poisoning in the next right. week. <laughs> and you're just eating and hanging out. Uh, let's see. I think last year, the year before, we watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, all yeah. that all that stuff. Did you watch the new one on Amazon Prime? Yes. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> right. It was okay. All right, it was okay. So you I like think the number three is your food. Food, food. Well, yeah, it's just the idea of the hanging, the food, and the hanging out, watching Christmas movies. Yeah, it's I mean, whole, all just the the hang, cold weather, the hang. Exactly. Yeah. Hang is my third one. Yeah, my third will probably be the same. <laughs> I'll probably say the same, but it's like we're over in Miami, so it's a little different. Yeah, it's just like with Mila's family. Yeah, which is good. We get to hang out a lot, go see people we haven't seen like a year prior, uh-huh. or maybe a few months prior if we go out. Yeah, so I like it too. There's plenty, man. Cool. They go, they go off. There you Brazilian go. food. New Year's Eve is like such a huge celebration for them. Yeah, you have to wear all white. Really, they cook everything. Mila's stepdad cooks ribs and steak and blah blah blah. Tomahawk steak last year. Yes, 
He rolls. He rolls deep on the grill. I might have to roll. If if I knock on y'all's door, y'all let me in. We're in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. We'll let you. We don't have a choice. You're like you don't know anyone here. You don't. Know, you're here in the wrong part of town. Right. Exactly. He makes some ribs though. Come on. Which he has. He has to have a little help with his. Uh, like you were talking about with the nog. Yeah. He needs to have a little bit of help in his system. <laughs> And he'll make these ribs. I've never seen anyone do it, but he puts mustard on them. Yeah. All this stuff. That's just a binder. You don't, ever, you don't taste it. Come on, pre- <laughs> steak preacher. <laughs> grill preacher. Yeah, it's the... Culinary arts. I like the food, too. The smoking arts. Yeah. You know what's weird, though, now that uh, I think about it? When you're younger, you're all about presents. Yeah. Now, I don't even care for a present. Yeah. I just want the hang. Yeah. Like, we have kids now. And so a necktie. Like, I'm kidding. <laughs> And a good old time with some eggnog. Yeah, Christmas is about the kids, man. Yeah, it it's really about is. The kids. I think with the uh, with present stuff, we do. I think we we kind of branched away from doing like a bunch of uh, buying individuals gifts. Uh-huh. And now we do Secret Santa. Oh, which is a lot easier on us because we travel there with two kids and luggage. Right. So we just we do an online thing. We use drawnames.com, Put you on some game for Secret Santa. Yeah. And it assigns everyone. Yeah. And you put your gift list on there, which that's how they make money. It's free, but they make money off the affiliate. Oh, Off cool. of putting your list on there and people buy it off the link. That's, Very smart. Yeah, that's right. We do that. It's convenient. Honestly, I didn't even put an actual gift. I put gift cards to different places. Right. Like, I need clothes. So I'm like, I'll give me a gift card to whatever. Right. Some, some spot. Right. That's cool. It's all about the hang, right, dog? <laughs> Well, that's good. The top three holiday favorites. So uh-huh. let, let's get into the main portion of the talk. Yes. So you were talking with me when when the news broke about uh, DJ Switch mm-hmm. taking his life. Yeah. And mental health is such a big thing, especially now in the holidays. It's huge. So we could talk a little bit about that. What, what are your thoughts on either? Well, a couple things. Like um, my father-in-law just passed away in uh, like right before the day before Thanksgiving. And so that's actually the first time Kristen and I have had to deal with like like a death so close. Mm. And so this is this is our first obviously our first Christmas without him. So and and I'm I know we're not the only ones, you know, that ha- have to deal with that. So mm. um just those I mean everything from financial pressure to um you know, I I don't know if we're going to have a Christmas for the kids kind of pressure. Yeah. Uh but it's just something about and then also you know, loved ones passing away. It's just something about this time of the year. It's just important to to, to make sure everyone's healthy yeah. mentally because it, it can be tough. We like even though it's super celebratory, you know, and it's you know the spirit of Christmas and giving, and it should be a joyous occasion for a lot of people. It's not, mm-hmm. and and it it can be tough. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're Christians. Mm-hmm. And even Christians go through some mental health stuff. Absolutely. And I think there's a stigma of like, if you don't look like you have your stuff together, yep. you, either you're not strong in your faith right. or whatever. Right. So there's probably a lot of people out there, like you're saying, like around the holidays, missing yep. family or just going through something hard or the weight of work or people being fearful about the upcoming recession that's supposed to come right and it's like man that's so much stuff on them yet they won't one of the i think i believe one of the key unlocks to helping you with mental health yeah is to be able to communicate with someone about it agree other than yourself and right. staying to yourself but that's such like a huge like either it's pride or it's lack of knowledge or fear right that you don't talk with anyone about it and you just hold it to yourself right 
until whatever, either something, something's got to give. I think in that dude's case, it's like he thought to him was probably the only option. Right. It's very sad. Yeah. And just, there's something that just, it really hits me when, when there's an artist that, you know, take, takes their own life. Cause, cause in a way what that person was bringing is it, you can't bring it anymore into the planet. Right. You know, can't, can't bring it into the earth anymore. So I, one of my main messages, one of my life messages is to live and to, to live, bring that, especially if you're a creative person, man, go, go out there and live, go out there and bring your art to mm-hmm. the, to the world because you never know something that you do. That, that's why, that, that's why content can be so powerful because mm-hmm. literally one little piece of con- content, man, that could be a blog. That could be a p- actual piece of art. That Vinyl. could be a movie. <laughs> that, that could be um, a song. Mm-hmm. Just that when you put that out there into the world, you never know how it's going to affect someone. Mm-hmm. And be out, and and it could be breakthrough for them. Exactly right. Maybe it's that message of hope that they needed to hear mm-hmm. that changes their whole life. I mean, you can really change somebody's world. Really, and so that's why I I like to. Just my big encouragement to creative people, producers, songwriters. I mean, who, who, it doesn't matter if you if you're a creative person, man. Go live. Go put your music out there, mm-hmm. because you never know how it can change somebody's world. Yeah, that's very true. I yeah. think with with people that are going through it. Yeah. If you're an artist, you need to get help and stuff like that. But right. also, I think some fulfillment will come with what you're talking about. Of right. Potentially putting out something that can help someone. That's right. Maybe dealing with the same thing you are. Maybe your story is how you've dealt with death in your family or dealt with depression or dealt with heartbreak. Right. And you put that in your music and you're authentically putting it out there. And as you put it out, it's going to reach someone and help right. boost them up and give them hope. Like, Oh, I'm not the only one. While well, that same thing happened to me, like I can make it. This person's talking about it openly. I could talk about it openly too. Right. I think that's huge. Yeah, and for for me, like obviously, mental mental health is in your mind, right? Yep. It's it's about those thoughts and those those cycles, negative thoughts sometimes, mm-hmm. um, kind of going through your mind. One of the best ways to me to for it to help is getting those out. Mm-hmm. So either that's and well it's it's not either or it's both and mm-hmm. you can talk it out friends family counselor you know all 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 different kind of ways just getting those thoughts out of your head by by actually verbalizing them yep. to someone else that's kind of a trustworthy person right and b for a creative person that can also be expressed in your art yeah i can't tell you how many times Maybe something was going on in my head, and I just began to write. So I would write, write a little story, or I would write a song about what I was going through. Yep. You know what I mean? And just even those types of things, putting that art out, especially as a creative person, is therapy. Yeah. Or at least can be, you know, very ther- therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah, I think with some of the people that are going through it. Yeah. I've gone through mental issues, not like on a huge scale, but gone through depression and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've learned that unless you are able to do stuff that brings you fulfillment, you're going to potentially be stuck. Right. And you're going to, it's probably going to be a negative effect. Like you're going to keep going down and down and down. 
Right. Like even even alongside of what you're talking about, talking to people. Yeah. Do something that gives you fulfillment, that brings you joy. Right. Um, I'd also say be conscious of what you watch, what you hear. Yeah. Because. What you put in your mind. What you put in, yeah. Because. Yeah. What you hear, see. Yeah, especially with that. social media, you could oh, easily oh be upset because you're you've been doing music for whatever five years. You see someone that just started and they got whatever, right? And you're like, oh, and that could that could put something in your mind and your heart of like, I'm not good enough or right. I can't do it, right? It's like, so you got to be careful what you're watching and what you're listening to. Like that's huge as well. Yeah, because music's powerful. Yeah, and I like I've never had. I, the depression part is never, I mean, I definitely have been depressed in, in the past, but it's never really been as big of a deal for me as, as much as anxiety. Mm-hmm. Anxiety has been the, my, my big battle as far as mental health. In fact, I had, I've had a, a few panic attacks. Mm. The, my very first one was on a Southwest Airlines plane. On the plane. <laughs> On the plane. Sheesh. So just super real quick. The, the Already day, in the air? Yeah, we were in the air. And they were actually talking about landing the emergency. So hang on, let me, let me back it up. There might be a few people also going to the same situation. Oh, for sure. So the, the day before, um, I actually got to play for Michael Debbie Smith. It was my first time on drums. Now, when I first started playing for him, I was a keyboard his keyboard player and... And I was a background singer and percussionist, but uh, that this year I switched over to drums, and we were playing at the Billy Graham uh, Crusade in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we were at the RCA Dome, so fifty, sixty thousand people. Mm-hmm. This is my first gig on drums with Michael, so I was I was freaking out. The anxiety was super high level, and not only were there fifty, sixty thousand people in the audience. But at the time, it was it was going to be aired on ABC, NBC, and CBS. So, Millions. Yeah, a couple of million people were, were watching. So I, just the anxiety was just at a height. So I went through the show. It was great. It was a 45-minute set. You know, no issues. Um, but it, it was just that, in, in, that in, you know, intensity. That that's the only word I can. It like was just a new experience, dude. Just the you know, what if I fail? What if I do this in front of you know, you know, laughing stock in front of millions of people? I mean, just all these just insane thoughts. So I was battling it for like twenty four hours. It was crazy. So the next day we're leaving, and so we get on the plane. We're headed back to Nashville, and um, I, I was kind of asleep, and then my my buddy next to me, Michael Wilshire said, hey, I need to use the restroom. So I, I got up, um, and as I got up, just something just, I, I can't really explain it. It's almost like my, my my blood was leaving my head, and I was just- Like lightheaded? Yeah, and I couldn't, I was having a hard time breathing, and it was, I mean, I just really started to, to panic. Mm. So I went in the back, told one of the flight attendants that I needed- some oxygen because I think I'm, I, was, I felt like I was having a heart attack. Mm. And so next thing I know, <laughs> I'm laying on the floor in the Southwest, in the back of a Southwest Airlines flight, taking off my clothes. Like I, I just, I don't know. You I blacked I, out? No, I didn't black out, but I feel like I just lost it. Like I didn't really know have to, like where I was. I mean, just, I mean, it just really. 
That's crazy. Yeah, it was a full blown. So I had my shirt off. So they called the military doctor that that was there on the plane. She came back and checked me out. Uh, couldn't find anything majorly wrong. They actually got me oxygen. All this stuff. They started to talk to the pilot about about landing. It was just a big ruckus. But then, um, slowly but surely, I started to come out of it. You know, I start I you know put my shirt back on got back in my seat and the weirdest thing was by the time we landed i was fine it's crazy i was totally fine went to the doctor shortly after that and they said because i thought it was a heart issue mm-hmm. uh he said no dude everything with your heart is fine cholesterol's great you know akg not, nothing blood good he, and he's like i think you had a panic attack dang so after that i just started to so I've had I had a few small ones like that was probably the, the biggest, but then the second biggest was before a live recording. How and, old are you on the plane? Oh, let's see. Me and Crystal were married. Twenty four, twenty five. Mm. Sorry, I'm sorry. Thirty four, thirty five. Mm. Yep. Crazy. I know, man. And so, so when I talk about mental health and all that, you know, it's real for me mm. because you know I've had. Uh, to deal with the issues and so um um at one point in our marriage we were we were actually having some trouble in our marriage so we decided to seek out help and so we got we went to a licensed therapist and we went every single week for nine months but what we discovered in that process was that um she what like it wasn't our marriage that was actually the problem. It was the individual traumas that my wife and I had dealt with over the years. Together. And then we bring that into the marriage together. So what was awesome was walking through a th- the therapy process with my wife, dealing with her, her things, and then she dealing with my things. Mm-hmm. And, and we, I, that's when I really had a breakthrough on the anxiety. It wasn't like a who's right, who's wrong. Right. No, no. It was like, like Hey Raymond, you're, you're dealing with, you're reacting this way to what she's saying because of what you dealt with when you were younger yeah you know what i mean that you never had dealt with and here's another thing i found out in therapy is that your 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 brain does not fully develop until you're about 25 26 years old so you physically do not have the mental capability Mm -hmm. of processing trauma some certain traumas until you're in your mid twenties. Wow. And and that's exactly when a lot of the panic attacky stuff started happening in my early to mid twenties. Mm-hmm. So I think with, with that too, that's powerful. Like you all went to counseling. Yeah. And there's and also and I we think got there's help. another yeah, I think there's another big stigma of like people don't really talk about it that much oh no dude i'll talk about like dude it's it's therapy to talk about therapy (laughs) yeah but i think people 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 don't either they don't know it or they feel like it might be a pride thing yeah to say like i've gone to therapy or i I need to go to therapy or i have a therapist right and i think that's a big thing that kind of prevents people and keeps them stuck Mm -hmm. because there's that stigma of like what people think about me if I if I'm someone that goes to therapy? Yeah, it's like, who cares? That's right. <laughs> yeah, we went every week for nine months, and then after that, we went once a month for another six to seven, eight months. In fact, and it was breakthrough for you all. <laughs> in fact, 
<laughs> I called her last uh, a, a, a few months ago. It wasn't last month, but probably six, seven months ago. Well, we reached out again. Mm. Well, actually, I did because it was it was more issues I was dealing with. But um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm all about reaching out, getting the help you need, because at the end of the day. It's your responsibility, mm-hmm. your mental health, who you hang with, everything that's going in your on in your life is your responsibility. So take that responsibility and get help. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think you need to when you a crucial thing is to get help and seek out help with someone that is reputable and trustworthy. Absolutely, because if it's just a friend, yeah. That, isn't morally sound and they they could use that stuff to fire back at you to get their way or something like that. Yeah. That's terrible. Like, yeah, you I need mean, to find someone I mean, trustworthy. We learn cool techniques that we use to this day. That's great. You know, on, on how to maneuver from um, like a like lie, like basically those those negative emotions and negative feelings. The false and thoughts. And how to convert those into more, more positive and switch basically um man i forgot what they called it um oh yeah circle of pain moving from your circle of pain into your circle of truth mm. right that's and, great you know what's true for me like what what what's my truth that pushes against the negative feelings that mm-hmm. and the, the negative thoughts that are in my mind so learning s- techniques like that yeah it was really cool it was fantastic yeah it's powerful yeah yeah seek out help y'all I think for me, we're believers. Yeah. The big thing for me, I haven't had any like panic attacks. Yeah. I've gone through depression and stuff like that where I reached out, gone yeah. through counseling and stuff like that. But nice. biggest thing for me is praying. Yes. Reading the Bible. Yep. Worshiping. Because yeah, if you think about it, what, what why I think reading the Bible is so important is because it fights against those negative mm-hmm. thoughts. It gives you an actual ammo to push against negative thoughts Mm -hmm. and because really the bible is truth everything that it's saying is reality truth and reality so that pushes i use that to push against the lie and negativity that's in my that's going on in my mind Mm -hmm. i I use it to bust it up yeah bust up the lie if you don't if you don't know it right you can't use it that's right so that's another reason why you need to read it yeah Read it. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. My my family, firm believers in it. Yeah. Like, not my immediate family, but, like, my parents. Yeah. Grandparents. It's been, like, a staple for us to to prioritize our faith. Right. And it's been very, it's been strong breakthrough for me personally. Yeah. And I know I'm going to be able to lead my family in the same way to help right. them and mm-hmm. to make sure that they don't have to go through trauma that previous generations yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so you got help, y'all. Hope y'all are going to... Not have to go through too much that's right. bad stuff. But if the you do, get help because there's plenty, there is help out there. there if is. nothing else, talk to a friend yep. and like move, start moving mm. towards getting those things out of you. Yep. It's 100% your responsibility. Yep. You got to find the right people that could even, a big thing is staying accountable to. Like yeah. Find the right people that will keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. And someone trustworthy that's going to call you or text you or see you at wherever and say, hey, how, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, and they're like, oh, I'm good. No. No. How, how are you, you doing? doing? Yeah, exactly. Let's go get some coffee. Yep. And if you have a spouse. That's right. They could do it. That's right. They should be doing they it. They can, yeah. Oh, so 
yeah, that's that's very sad about um, DJ Switch. Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there that have have yeah, done similar struggling. things. But yeah. yeah, hopefully this has been breakthrough for some of y'all about mental health stuff and helping you. Uh, so transition a little bit. We have viewer comment. Yes. So we have someone that was on uh, TikTok that we posted a, the video about streaming hitting. Go ahead. Oh yeah, a trillion. What was it? We have a noise here for TikTok. <laughs> cheesy tickety tockety we had that post about hitting uh, overall streams hit a trillion uh huh and they commented so this is casual burrito 79 come on casual come burrito on, casual burrito I already like you <laughs> <laughs> they said I don't know if it's a he or she I'm assuming it's a he streaming has effed that's a expletive <laughs> up so much and the major art and major art have stream farms. So they're probably talking about major artists. Yeah. Major artists have stream farms of servers just playing their music 24-7. Yeah. And that's what we kind of talked about. He ain't wrong. <laughs> or she ain't wrong. Whatever. I have they some, ain't wrong. I have con- some, some conspiracy thoughts on this. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that kind of goes along with what you were, you were thinking. It is what I was thinking. Let's put it this way. Let's give you a Well, then situation. I want a farm. <laughs> You ain't no, you ain't a big dog yet. How much could it cost? You don't understand how this works. Right? How does it talk to me, Rome? How does it work? All right, let's say I'm gonna give you an analogy. I'm gonna give everyone an Educate analogy. Me. Let's say you are at a business. Uh huh. Maybe uh, let me try to relate it to this. Let's say you're at an arcade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you can win tickets. Yeah. And in our case, will be money for your streams or streams. Uh huh. And I own the arcade, and I see you, Ray Dog. I have no clue who you are, and you're organically doing all this good stuff, and you're like hitting it. Yeah, I could just say, Nah, this is not. This is against our law, our our practices. This so, is you're you're breaking you're breaking our our agreement. And since I own this, I can shut you down. And then I could come along. I can see Rome. He actually hired people to come in and start winning him tickets, robots, and I can say. That's my boy. Go ahead. Oh, you want you want actually this machine over here is the one that's going to pay think out they a lot could, more. They, oh yes, they could do it, Ray. If I was not moral, if I was not a strong moral man, I would have done well, it. I do know. Already. I do know that the the big three are equity investors in Spotify. I do know that, but I don't. I mean, I, I don't know if Apple works that way. It ain't public if they do. <laughs> Think about it, right so now. So I know now. I know another thing. I need to buy. I need to buy one of those pla- those farms. <laughs> you need to buy a farm. Yeah. Well, that's just it. They're going to see you just like the analogy, where the the big dogs are going to say, "Oh, you're." Oh, I don't know this farm. Who are these people? Well, they, if I were them, I would go to me and ask for a cut. <laughs> they're getting a cut because they're using their platform. Yeah. Well, I've heard I've heard stories about people that have music just yanked down because it's doing good because before like i worked with a few artists that they're like trying to promote and they're like oh yeah i paid this promotion to give me x amount of streams right wow and what happened was their stuff got chopped down because they weren't real stream they weren't real humans dude i did not well i mean it makes sense right because yeah. i mean all the twitter stuff that's coming out now i oh. mean they they have control if you you're have control, right, right. then you they, can do whatever you want. They have control. And they 
They plead ignorance. They, they plead ignorance, but the truth is, they they own the code. So of course they know what it's. And you can do. manipulate whatever you want. And I'm not saying that they are. <laughs> Just to be. And safe. I ain't saying that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right (laughs) yeah you can manipulate it yeah i would i would think they have the ability to manipulate and we're trusting them not to sure (laughs) are you you probably heard of this back when cds were sold yeah and you wanted to hit your points on the week of release or you want to hit your goal yeah have you heard of the oh, labels going in there? And buying everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not? You can. You get the stat, you get the you get the credibility. That's right. And no one needs to know who bought what. That's right. Why not uh then it just gives a streaming it platform that just does does what they want. Little right. code. There you go. All right. Let us know your thoughts Move in the thought. comments. That's, thought, folks. <laughs> that's that's some deep conspiracy, I guess. That, that's right. Maybe there not so go. deep. Come on. Before we sign off, make sure you go to forwardproducer.com slash ISP, Industry Standard Productions, free course. It's going to help you level up your game. Right. Ray's pointing at it right now if Try you're watching. <laughs> and please, it would do us a big help if you could like, if you could share. That's right comment subscribe subscribe it'll mean a lot if you get any value out of this podcast or what we put out right that would mean a lot no and it's not really a hard thing for y'all to do just click 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 right and it'll help us out a lot well merry christmas y'all merry christmas happy new year y'all have a great holiday have a great holiday and we'll see you all next time peace out peace